Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle. And watch your step on the moving walkway because we're taking you park to park to prepare you for your next visit. Let's Discover Universal. Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. I'm Carrie, and E.T. and I have the same favorite candy. And I'm David. And remember to phone home, guys. Seriously, call your mom, call your parents, call your loved ones. (laughs) You never know when you're going to get trapped on an alien planet, okay? Phone home. Good advice. Thank you. (laughs) Today, we are obviously talking about all things E.T. Adventure here in Universal Studios, Florida. Uh, One of the original attractions, original lineup, still holds up, still rocking it. We love it. We're having a great time today. We're going to get to ride the ride. We got a great interview coming up uh, with our friend Carson, who is— He's a super fan. He is. E.T. super fan. And a member of Universal Creative. But number one, <laughs> E.T. E.T. super, super fan. fan. Yeah. Uh, and we are going to talk about all things today uh, about what our guests know and love about E.T. Adventure. Let's get cracking. we got a lot to unpack here today, and the first thing we want to do before we bring Carson on for this awesome interview is talk about some E.T. fast facts and some E.T. fun facts. Take it away with some fast facts, David. Uh, well, first of all, uh, E.T. Adventure is a family-friendly, motion-based flying dark ride. So, uh, fun for all ages. Uh, there are some parts at the beginning that are a little spooky in the dark. There's some loud noises, but... Overall, it's a very gentle, moving ride. Um, the second half of it is very whimsical and bright and, and very fun, and it's definitely you know a family-favorite classic attraction. Uh, it is located in Universal Studios, Florida, so that is the park when you enter to the right side at <laughs> Universal Studios. Yes, uh, and if you are going to be riding, there is a height requirement. You have to be at least 34 inches tall for the little ones. Yep, there is a Universal Express Pass line, so you can use that option as well. And if uh, you have someone with you that is not 34 inches tall, there is a child swap available for you as well. Perfect. And there's some fun facts as well. This ride opened in 1990, and it was the first time that a ride was given its own original musical score. So it's kind of groundbreaking yeah, like in that way. by the composer of the movie, too. That's, That's a big pretty deal. cool. It's, yeah. uh, I believe you can hear that piece of music while you're in the queue line. Yeah. It's very cool. Yep, take a listen. Um, speaking of the queue line, it is a fully immersive experience. Once you're through, like, kind of the first pre-show area, you're in the woods, you're on the ride, you're riding along with E.T. It is multi-sensory. The, the ride vehicles themselves are designed... Uh, kind of like a a bicycle, just like in the movie. The kids are riding the bikes. You get to hold on to the handlebars. I don't know about you. I'm always gripping the handlebars when I'm (laughs) riding. Um, My goodness. I mean, multi-sensory, right? There's this incredible smell that's in the the queue. A good smell, I should say, not a bad smell. Yeah, it smells great. uh, It reminds you of kind of the the pine trees in the forest. Um, It's great. Hearing the music, CNET, I love it. Yep. And also, the E.T. animated figure at the end of the attraction does have a personalized touch. You may be lucky enough for him to say your name. So that's really cool that you get greeted by name uh, by the titular character of the film. In his special E.T. way. Yes. So, of course, E.T. Adventure, as we said, one of the original opening day attractions here at Universal Studios Florida. 1990. Whoa. Still over there. Still still adventuring. Still going around. So, of course, E.T. Adventure is based on the film. Correct. E.T., the extraterrestrial, uh, came out in 1982. The story of a young boy named Elliot who befriends an alien named E.T., or I guess he calls him E.T., right? Yeah, it stands yeah. for extraterrestrial. Yeah. Uh, and they got to work together to get E.T. back home to his home planet. I haven't watched this movie in a long time. I have what? to. Am I, am I bad? Should I have done my homework? Uh, no, no. You'll learn about it today. I'm, I'm remembering. I distinctly remember 
uh, the part where the astronauts come in and they like quarantine them and they're like, <gasps> yeah. we have to get this alien. And it was yeah. like, it's a lot. Okay. What else do you remember from them? What's like a happy thing you remember from the movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember E.T. eating that candy. Oh. I remember him saying, I'll be right here. And Aww. he points to his heart. Isn't that cute? His heart. I, I feel know. like my mom used to say that to me. Like, <gasps> oh, I'll dude, that's right really sweet. That's so heart. cute. Uh, and then, and of course, of course, what? this is a good segue into the ride. Yeah. The flying bicycles. Oh, iconic. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. That picture of the moon, like the cityscape below. It's so, the stars. That's what I remember from the movie is like that distinct moon picture in my mind. I love it. I have many memories of this ride um, from when I was a kid. Yeah. But we mentioned, you know, uh, part of the ride is is based on that flying bicycle scene. So, yeah. So the, the ride vehicle, you're actually sitting on a, a group of bicycles. Um, E.T. is sitting in a little basket in front of the, the front bicycle and- and that's how the adventure starts. You're you're evading the the astronauts, and you, you have to fly the bike. And um, we're not going to get too into it because because we're going to talk through the ride uh, with our guest. Yes. But uh, but there's the the when you're flying and there's a city below you. That is such like a formative memory from like my childhood. Is that that city below you? Totally. And and I will say for me the the ride is super multi-sensory. It's not just about that it's a flying dark ride and and what you see, but there's a smell associated with it, right? You know, in the queue line, as soon as you walk in, it just, it smells like fresh forest or something. And then, and then you, you, you know, feel the the water and the mist going by. And it's, I, I, I just, I love everything about it. It it definitely stands out to me when I was a kid. And of course there is a personalized moment. If you are lucky enough to be there when ET says your name, it's really cool. So at the beginning, you get an interplanetary passport where you give them your name, and then ET will will bid you farewell. Yeah, that's that's what we were doing at the beginning of the episode when we when we did our intros. We were yeah. like, "Carrie, Re- yeah, right." That was the reference. Yeah, exactly. Case, it sounds much like that. It was. Yeah, I think we nailed it. I agree. <laughs> I think ET would be very <laughs> proud of our pronunciations. Although I always got Kari instead of Carrie, oh. and that makes sense. It's a, it's an alien. It. He, He's he doesn't learning know. the language. I understand. It's okay. I'll, he gets a free pass. He's ET. He gets a free pass. I don't know how to spell Carrie. Really? C-A-K-A-2-R-Z-I-E-Y. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was still that personal touch and uh, one of the only attractions on property that you get to experience that. Okay. I mentioned before we get too far into it, we're going to bring in our special guest because we just uh, actually all rode the ride together. We just yes. rode ET Adventure. Mm-hmm. It was like having a, a personal VIP tour guide here. Oh yeah, uh, because he is a a super fan of ET, all <laughs> things ET. Um, his name is Carson, and of course he's. Uh, why, don't, why don't you introduce yourself, Carson? Hello, I'm Carson from Creative, and it's my <laughs> pleasure to welcome you to the ET Adventure episode of the Discover Universal podcast. Carson, nice work. Hello, yes. friends. <laughs> Carson. Welcome to the Radio Broadcast Center. Oh, thanks. Happy to be here. Big fan of the podcast, too. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Cool. Well, we're a big fan of Universal Creative. Yeah. Doing great work. All the things yeah. you can't tell us that we you're do, working we on. We do some stuff. Anyway, yes. that's not important, though. It what is important. <laughs> I'm here today to talk about the E.T. adventure. That is. That is why we brought you here. Yeah. Okay. We got to unpack this thing. First of all, we want to tell our listeners what the ride is, what they can expect when they come in. We're going to go through it a little bit and then talk about maybe your history uh, with the attraction that led you to become such a super fan. So let's start by breaking it down. Yeah, let's break it down. Okay, so we're walking through the forest in the queue line. Yes, that's right? true. Okay. That's how we start, yeah. right? Yep, so you're walking through the forest and you'll see the redwood trees there. And then 
Um, you're going to pass by some astronauts, just like in the film. They're, they're still looking for E.T. They haven't found him yet. Right. Um, you're going to pass by E.T.'s communicator device, the, the thing that he kind of jerry-rigged up with some, some toys and some household <laughs> items to try and send out the message back to uh, you know, his friends and the people on the green planet. Um, and then you're going to pass by a <laughs> – this is a little complicated. Okay. The species of alien that E.T. is – has the ability, one of their powers is astral projection. Ooh. Oh. So in, in the Q area, a astral projection of E.T.'s teacher, Botanicus, appears <gasps> and once again relays the message to you that, you know, E.T.'s planet is dying. You need to get E.T. home to save the green planet and save all his friends. So in story, he's not physically he is not teleporting. Physically, he's just kind of like nope. broadcasting his image to you, yeah. the guest. It's in kind this of like forest. a laser hologram very version cool. of Botanicus. This is a very cool Easter egg that I've never... Yeah. Scene. I didn't know that detail. I was yeah. like, oh, he's just, yeah. he's, what's up? He's so, just so there. when you, no, but Botanicus is back on the green planet in, in that. And that's well, why you see that him you later on. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you continue Carson through the- has thought about this so much more than I ever have. This is I amazing. Know, I'm fascinated. All right. So you continue through the forest and then you hop on your bike. Yes. Right? And then it's a you- special design. It's like, what, four by four, you yeah. know? Lots of bikes. Yeah. Smushed together. <laughs> Smushed together. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so. Then, once you board your bike, you're into the first part of the attraction, which is essentially a recreation of the famous bike chase from E.T., the extraterrestrial, the movie. Yeah. Right. And so, a lot of what that certainly that we think about and, you know, designers think about is aspirational design. If you watch a TV show or a movie, you can clearly kind of identify, like, this is the adventure that I want to have with this set yes. of characters. Yeah. And I think that E.T. Adventure is probably, like, one of the best examples of aspirational yeah. design. Because when you watch E.T., you go, I want to fly on a bike with E.T. And that's essentially what the attraction is. That's the scene. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I was like, that, that's, that's what you remember. Yep. Every time, like, David, when you were little and you were on your bike, you were like, could I fly this to you, the green You hit the ramp and yeah. you, you fly for, like, half a second. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely had a bike that had a basket on the front of it yes, that I yes. always wanted to put E.T. in in case he, like, you know, showed up in my closet or something. That's right. He never did, but <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was really important to have a basket on my bike for that very reason. Yeah, so you're on your bike. You're riding through the forest. The first thing that you pass is a little encampment of astronauts and scientists, mm-hmm. and, you know, they— Realize that you have ET, and now they're, they're, they're going to send, track the alien. Yeah, right? they're going to send all their forces, all the police. Everybody's coming after you, trying to catch you, trying to catch ET. Uh. So you're moving your way through the forest. They pull some cars up on you. You see an owl. You jump down a hill. You land on a, a police vehicle. Yes, and then, I love the sound effect. They're like, kung, kung, yeah, as yeah. you hit the hood yeah. of the cop yeah. car. <laughs> and then you make a turn. You knock over a bush, yeah. which is fun. And then you're surrounded, yeah. right? Yeah, on all sides. All these police, there's all these cars, scientists, lights. They, it looks like a dead end. Yeah, you're, you're trapped. They yeah. got ET. No, no, no. The end. Rides over. No, 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 no. no, no, no. way. Contraire, mon frere. ET uses his power, one of his levitation powers, to lift the vehicle, the bike, into the air, and now you're flying over the city en route to the Green, the green planet. planet, which is my favorite part. A really breathtaking sight. David, of course. you, you got to talk about this. My favorite part, I just, yeah. I, such a foundational memory. I know I already said this, but like, I love looking over the city. I love seeing all the little details. There's a, there's a baseball game and a yeah. stadium. There's little fireworks. There's an airport in the back. There's, you know, you, just looking at the little roads and little lights from the cars. And like, I, big dream of mine is just to like go down there and be like, 
lights on. Be like a giant detail. monster, you know, walking through the city. <laughs> but then, then of course, we're flying out. And another cool thing about that room is you start out uh, closer to the city, lower altitude, I guess. You can see a lot more details. And then as the room progresses, you kind of get higher. And then, and then you're seeing just little lights of cities. And you see a coastline. And there's an yeah. ocean. And then, of course, the big, beautiful moon where you recreate the iconic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, silhouette of, of the bikes flying past the moon mm-hmm. with E.T. in there. And it's, it's really pretty. It's you. I know. I love it. And then what happens? So you enter sort of a warp tunnel, right. and you've now traveled the three million three light million years light away. Years, so you got to go to ET's home planet, the Green Planet. Which, as you arrive in the Green Planet, things aren't looking good. Oh, yeah. No, things are it, not it looking good. It almost like smelled burnt. I don't it's know. It's like hot. Yeah, yeah the, everything's kind of brown. And yeah. So so much of the Green Planet is based on the vegetation and the plant life that lives there. This portion of the attraction is not based on ET, the extraterrestrial. Okay. Right, right. So this is the big. This is yeah. the halfway point. This is the big turn. Yeah. We've this gone out of turn. the world of the movie, and now we're in a different world. Yes. Well, we're in ET's world. And what yes. is ET's name? Is not ET because well, I would hope you know not. ET is a moniker given to him by Elliot. Yeah. So his name is actually Zrek. So you learn Zrek. 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 How do you spell Zrek? Zrek. Zrek is Z R E C K. Zrek. Zrek. The official name of the Green Planet is Brodo Asoji, which makes E T and Botanicus Brodo Asogians. Oh, now we have a name for the species. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. And so, so we're on the home planet. Yeah. Right. So yeah. now what's Detour. happening? We're we're meeting the people of the Green Planet. The, yeah. So the first thing. The first character that you encounter when you get to the Green Planet is Botanicus. And by the way, Botanicus is referred to as, uh, he's the supreme lord of the fields. He oh. he is like, I, I mean, you could probably tell. Of he's like fields? He is a, an aged Brotoasogian. He's one of like the wisest okay. people on the planet. Is he their leader? No, he, he's not the leader. Okay. Okay. But, of the fields. But, but he's leader he, of the fields. He is, he is E.T.'s teacher. Yeah. He's just a wise his, like, mage. His like... Uh, <laughs> spiritualist and wow mentor and everything. So so we see some aliens, they welcome us to the planet. Um pretty quickly ET heals the planet. He gets to work. Yeah, he gets to yeah. work healing the planet. You see Botanicus. And then it's all fun and games after that, yeah. right? Botanicus sends you off and, and tells you that you gotta go find Tikli Moot Moot. You gotta go find Orb Don and you gotta go find Magdal. This is a thing that I learned. Like E.T.'s kind of saying the names of the characters like as you kind of approach them for the first time. Yeah. I never realized it. He's like, go to Tikli. I thought it was like a place. I thought yeah, it was me like, too. that's the city. No, that's the, it's the character. next character. Yeah. Yeah. So he heals his friends. Those are his three best friends there. Aww. And then they all he thank him. Bro. And then, yeah, it's a big party. We're seeing all these baby Brotosogians and all these fun plants and baby the bros. music's pumping and water's blasting and you're going downhill and... Yeah, that's, there's a, there's a whole segment a of the ride that's filled with water. Yeah, yeah. there's water spraying. There's water below you. You I'm splash surprised like every like time. the vehicle. You don't actually touch the water, but no. you you go above the water and it splashes everywhere. You, we should mention you don't get wet on this ride. No. Don't worry, no, you <laughs> not don't. a water ride. No. Um, <laughs> um, and then and then my favorite part, like we said, is that ending. Yeah, this little farewell where you might be lucky enough for ET to say your name to bid you farewell personally. Mm-hmm. And he thanks every single person uh, in the vehicle when when all that's going on. That's amazing. Thanks to your intergalactic passport. Interplanetary passport. Interplanetary passport. Interpla- oh, I'm sorry. Excuse okay. me. Interplanetary passport. Right. First of all, Carson, thank you for that expert explanation. That Absolutely. was a breakdown. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a Brodosogen breakdown. <laughs> did I say that? That I sounds wasn't like, a, even, like a dance party. Did I almost get it that time? Brodosogen. Brodosogen. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. 
Carson, so that's that's what guests like as a whole can experience. Mm-hmm. Talk about that was your, it. I feel like I was there. Yeah, me too. Talk about your personal connection uh, to ET and why you are such a super fan, and, and you're so well versed on our proto Asogian friends. So part of it is, you know, this I I loved coming to the parks as a kid. So any attraction that was here was something that I just delved full into. So you know, Jaws, Back to the Future, ET included. I just you, I, I feel like a lot of people have the experience of they see the movie first or they see the TV show first, and then they go on the ride and go, oh, wow, cool, there's a ride. Yeah. I was the opposite. Oh. I did the ride first for pretty much everything. So just from, you know, coming here as a kid, my first exposure to a lot of these films was the ride. Yeah. So I honestly have more of a connection with the E.T. adventure than I do with the E.T. movie. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So, Carson, your position here at Universal is in a creative capacity. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, for our listeners out there, explain what it is you do now and, and how that kind of connects you uh, to what you love about ET Adventure. Sure. So, my title is Associate Project Manager. And what an Associate Project Manager does is essentially support the project, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the project includes all kinds of different disciplines. So, the thing that I got so interested in in terms of themed entertainment and theme parks and and attractions like the E.T. Adventure is all the things that come together to make the experience. And it's been fun to realize, you know, the things that maybe you don't think about. Now I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about lighting. I'm thinking about audio. I'm thinking about, uh, you know, ride vehicle design, safety, operations, all that. The way that everything comes together, media, everything. Yeah. And E.T. Adventure being a dark ride, which is kind of like one of the quintessential ride types and probably one of the most popular theme park ride types that sure. that people get attached to, you know, the dark ride. Yeah. Because you can kind of do the most with it. Um, and this is kind of the quintessential dark ride that we have left. It's classic theme park storytelling, classic theme design, classic dark ride design. And it's based off a great film and has some great characters and great music and great effects that still hold up to this day. Absolutely. I, I mean, love that. I love that you, you see it through a different lens while yeah. you're riding it. You, you kind of see all the work that goes into it and all the elements that are working in time to, to give a great experience and a great story. Mm-hmm. All right, Carson, you are the expert. I, I understand you've, you've come prepared with some trivia questions to try to, to, try to stump us. I, th- I don't think it's going to be difficult to stump us. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I already feel like I've learned so much, even just from, yeah. from walking through the queue and riding right. the ride with you. You were pointing out some yeah. really cool stuff, so... I'm ready. I'm so, ready. Uh, yeah, let's do I, this. I've I've tried to give you hints. I I went in depth with some of these questions. So yeah, we'll see how it okay. goes. Okay. Okay. So first question here. Above the entry to the covered exterior queue, as well as the doors that lead into the pre-show, are three graphics that associate three nouns with E.T. the extraterrestrial film and therefore the E.T. adventure. Which of these is not one of those nouns? Okay. okay. I read them A, and I immediately forgot them. The mystery. B the wonder. C the adventure, or D, the suspense? Which of these is not one of those nouns? I would think adventure is there because it is Yeah, I think adventure, adventure. and wonder is there. Yeah, wonder sounds I feel right. like it's not suspense. It's not a terribly suspenseful ride. I don't know. It's like, are you going to make it? I'm, And you are suspended. Listen, we can. On a track. The suspension. The suspension. Um, I mean, um, we don't have to pick the same answer. 
What was the first? What was A? A was mystery, mystery, mystery a- wonder, adventure, I suspense. I I would say mystery. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't believe it's suspense. You think it's D? Okay. You guys are both wrong. What? It's wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonder. No way. Oh, I. Th- it, I but immediately it assumed wonder was yeah. in there. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So it is mysterious and suspenseful. It yeah. is and adventurous, but yeah. it is not full of wonder. <laughs> That is Which not true. It's wrong because it is. Wonder they just the whole time. It's it is not wondrous. explicitly stated that it's okay. wonders. Not okay. explicitly stated. Well, okay. Eh, eh. Next <laughs> question. Oh, and by the way, if if so, that was a multiple choice question. So if you're gonna buzz in with your name, please say it like ET does. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Thank you. Got it. Okay. That's just the the one rule. I'm ready. Have. Okay. I'm ready. I can't just poke you with an ET finger when I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need the full the full voice. Okay. Next question. How far away from Earth is the green planet? Gary. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. <laughs> Three million light years? That is correct. Yay! Yeah. Only, we only said it four times during the interview. Oh. <sighs> I only clocked it. it once. Yeah, that was oh. a hard one. So I tried, okay. to bring, I tried to bring that up a couple times. All right, next okay. question. He was seeding this info yeah. I know. In the whole time. Nice work. Uh, what message does the communication device in the ET Adventure Q display? What, what does it say on David. the little screen? David. <laughs> Help. E.T. That is correct. <gasps> Good job. Yeah. It says help, and then it goes E.T. Good. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was I was studying that communication device. This, you were doing it's great. a really cool like animated prop in there. Yeah. There's check a lot it of out. things going on. Make your own at home. Okay. <laughs> With your household items. Talk to botanicals. Do you have a hanger and an umbrella and some tin foil? You can do it. And there's Noice. like a record player or something, right? Yeah. Sure. Anyway. Next question. And David, you actually brought this up. So Okay. Good on you. So I should be right. How many seats are on an ET Adventure ride vehicle? Dang. A standard. <laughs> it's a four by four vehicle. So that math equals 16 seats. Uh-huh. Excellent. Did you win? Excellent. Good job. Uh, we should say there are uh, accessible vehicles as well. Yes, that's yes. right. So, that's why um, I said. You're able to, to transfer into it all that. Yep. Check the Universal Orlando website for all that information. But we want yep. everyone to enjoy ET Adventure. Yeah, yep. check the writer's guide. Boom. Yep. Carson knows. Oh, I know about the writer's guide. Don't worry. <laughs> I got it right here in my pocket. Here we go. <laughs> okay, next question. In the first scene of the attraction, so now you're on the bike. This is the actual, okay. the non-cue portion. Okay. A scientist is seen standing at a desk operating a piece of machinery. What is this piece of machinery labeled? David. What? It, uh, oh, I may be wrong. It definitely was like alien detector. That's what it's called. Or alien <gasps> stuff. That was it? Yeah. <clears throat> Correct. David, you're so observant. Early lead. Oh, man. I'm... Sucking. Carson was like, check the details in this scene. And yep. that was like the one set of words in there. Yep. And it works. It, it does. Yeah, it it, it sees, accurately detects an alien. True. It goes I off and one. spins. Yeah. Next question. What animal does not appear in the E.T. adventure? I'm talking Q ride. Ready. Ready. This is probably an easy one now. A, rabbit. B, woodpecker. C, owl. Barry. Woodpecker. Yes, correct. <gasps> I was I gonna don't say think. there might like it might be a reference to, to our to our to classic mascot. Oh, that would be a really cool Easter egg. Except I but it's not in there. That's a perspective, uh, uh, a suggestion for creative friends. And yeah, there throw a woodpecker in there. Okay, so next question, and and this is a bit of a complicated one. Oh gosh. So your the question is which of ET's friends say says each of these lines? Mm, so okay. the first one. I'm not going to do any affectation or any voice because that might be a hint. Oh, no. The first line. Welcome home. You've arrived. Mushroom guy. 
<laughs> Welcome home, you've arrived. I don't know his name. I don't know either. Okay, uh, the mushroom guy. Yes. Sings it, classic. And and that character's name is Orbdon. Orbdon. You didn't even One give me a chance friends. to get. I was going to say Orbdon. You were never going to get there. You were never going to get there. like an Orbdon. Yeah, that's a great name yeah, for him. He's, he's I have an uncle, Orbdon. <laughs> okay, so next, next line. Okay, I, I do know the names of the other ones. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. You have saved our planet. Come celebrate with us. Oh, celebrate with us. Carrie. Okay. Uh, Magdal. Yes, Magdal. Oh, I was gonna say that. Okay, that's I was the girl. Get it. That's the, the 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 like it kind of, like she has like little um, crazy th- like eyelashes and crazy yeah. hair. Like yep. yeah, up on hair. the left side. Yep. Got it. Okay, so finally, who says "Welcome home, Chuckle"? You've returned to us. Oh, oh, David. <laughs> Teakly. Yes, Teakly. Teakly. Moo moo. Yep. Yep. Correct. Moo moo. Moo moo. Moot, 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 Tick, moot, tickly, tickly, moot, moot, tickly, moot, moot. Yeah, that's his government name. <laughs> his full name. He goes by Tickly. It's fine. Yeah, you, you, you can call him Tickly. Actually, no. Only his friends call him Tickly, so don't call him Tickly. Only, only Zrek like that. Only Zrek and Tickly. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Not counting pictures or appearances on oh, video man. screens. How many times do you see Zrek, aka ET, throughout the ET adventure? You gave us a heads up on the ride to pay attention to this, and I still don't know it. Okay. Let's think. And you, you, one of you already got the trick with this question. Okay, so got the trick. Well, there's one on the bike. Bike. That, Correct. that, that was the then trick. Then there's a pop out. <laughs> a pop out. Well, he's on the bike until you get to the planet because he's with you, and then once you're on the planet, then so you see one. him a few times. Okay, so one. one. And yes. then where you see his glowing heart. Oh, that's true. When he heals the planet. Uh huh. Too him. The goodbye. Goodbye. Et. Three. Okay. I'm gonna go with. Is there any more? There's probably uh, one more when wait, all the kids are playing. Projections don't count? don't count. No projections. Okay, so not the not the moon silhouette. David, I say four. It is four physical appearances. Of wow, YouTube, not counting what's the video screens, one? Photos, projections, uh, or anything. So the the room where everyone's playing, the the place is healed, and, and he's everything's kind of dancing, great, and he's like, like oh, and all the baby, uh, right. all the baby Brodo Soji, right. Thank you, baby bros. Baby cool. bros. Okay. Okay. Final question. <laughs> I didn't know if there was one extra one in the room with all the water, but I guess That's what not. I was thinking. No. No. So, all there right. you go. No. Final question. What is the name of the retail store guests exit through after exiting the E.T. Adventure? Gary. <laughs> Pitch that one up T's a little bit. Toy Closet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, there. if you are a toy fan, you can head over to E.T.'s Toy Closet. You can grab a stuffy. You can grab all kinds of- uh, A lot of cool E.T. stuff. Yeah, animals. there's a lot of cool stuff. Very unexpected and uh, something that I don't- trying to think i don't know if really appears in in many other uh retail locations here but there's two like photo ops so there are two my universal photo opportunities and you can take a really cool picture and then they're available for purchase yeah so they've recreated the the et closet with et the whole outfit where he's in disguise so hilarious uh and then there's of course the iconic bike shot on a green screen so they take the picture and then they put you up there in front of the moon so that's Really cool opportunity. We should do it. I've never done that. Oh, yeah. We need to do Can that. Can we go get a photo? Absolutely. Get a photo? Yes. Let's do it. You, me, and Carson. <laughs> should have done it while you were there. We should have. We got to go back. Okay. The question is- Do we all is, fit on the bike? Can we all sit on it? Who no. won? Miss Competitive over here. Who who won the trivia? Michelle's pointing at me. Michelle David. pointed at me. It was pretty close. I, I think you won. I might have only got you by like one. I was close. I'm proud of you. I'm mad, but what I'm are proud the of you. hard questions, Carson? Come on. Yeah, I would say those are about a medium. I'm being serious. <laughs> we could go way harder. Carson, that was a lot of fun. That was yeah, a great game. Fun. I honestly, I mean, like David and I talked about this earlier. I honestly haven't seen the movie for a while, and uh, I, yeah, don't, see it. I don't ride the attraction as much as I should, as much as I want to. So today was a really great reminder of, of why we love it. 
and and a great deep dive into how much detail, how much storytelling is in there. Yeah. Um, I, I will look at it with fresh eyes the mm-hmm. next time I go on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'll be telling everyone about all the Brodo Brodo Sojans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the We're baby bro. Learn how to pronounce that. <laughs> then we'll try it. Thank you so much to Carson from Universal Creative for being here today. Um, thanks for spending time with us. Thank you, David. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> David, I have a question. Yeah. Are you more sweet or savory? Sometimes I'm spicy. Whoa. Are we talking crepes, though? I think we are. Oh, that depends. I will say both. We took today's lunch break at Central Park Crepes, where you can enjoy both savory, sweet, and spicy. Thank you for not making me choose. No, I would never. I got two hands. I can carry two crepes. That's right. I can carry my meal and my dessert crepe at the same time. That's right. Make it a bundle. (laughs) Uh, we love Central Park Crepes. This is one of our favorites. We would call hidden gems here at Universal Studios, Florida. Becoming less hidden by the day. People are catching on. That's right. Which one is your favorite crepe, David? Oh, boy. Uh, they offer a couple right now. I I will say there's a caveat. The, the menu does rotate from time to time. They yes. do have seasonal offerings. So if we say one that is no longer available when you're there, we're sorry. But it means it's probably been replaced by something equally as new and unique and delicious. That's right. Um, but at the time that we went, uh, they have the smoked brisket and the pork carnitas. I had the pork carnitas one, braised pork shoulder, grilled peppers, uh, cilantro puree, cotija cheese, uh, and a tomato salsa. I mean, it was everything great about a carnitas taco in a soft, pillowy, fluffy crepe that you could walk around like an ice cream cone. Quite delicious. Eat. It was amazing. So good. Uh, I would say, I think for the podcast team, uh, our favorite collectively is the smoked brisket. It is a spice rub, beef, pepper jack, cheese, coleslaw, and a golden barbecue ranch, Mm-mm-mm. which is like eating gold. It's scrumptious. Art also had the smoked brisket crepe, yeah. but he he didn't let me have any. Oh, Art. Those are just the savory options right now. Yeah, I've tried both of the desserts. Um, the cookies and cream one is so good. It's got mascarpone whipped cream in there, chocolate ganache, uh, and then the strawberry hazelnut as well with that hazelnut spread, strawberries, whipped cream, powdered sugar. Can't go wrong with either of those. Yep. And at the time that we uh, that we had the crepes, we also had a vegan option, the vegan berry, fresh blueberries, coconut whipped topping, vegan cream cheese, toasted almonds, and raspberry sauce. So for our vegan friends, there are some options as well. Love it. Yeah. And they're super walkable. Oh, absolutely. They're I mean, definitely a good-to-go option. Today, we're talking about E.T. Adventure. Maybe, you know, if you're heading up Hollywood Boulevard here, you see the crepe stand, you get your crepes to go, you can eat them by the time. I mean, depending on your pace of eating. That's true. By the true. time you get there to E.T. Adventure, you yeah. could have, have eaten it and be ready for the ride. That's right. That's a good VIP tip. Good VIP tip, David. Hey, thanks. Nice. And hey, Central Park Crepes, thanks for lunch. Well, David, I feel fully informed on the E.T. adventure. I'm extra excited about that extraterrestrial. Whoa, whoa, coming in clutch with the dad jokes. I love that. I'm not a dad, though. Not yet. We're going to hit a take five rewind for all the things you need to know about E.T. adventure. Number one, the height requirement is 34 inches. Or if you are 48 inches or under, you do need a supervising companion. You can use your Universal Express Pass at ET Adventure. It is an indoor family dark ride located in the Universal Studios Florida Kids Zone. 
Number two, E.T. Adventure was part of the original lineup for Universal Studios Florida and has a legacy with both kids and adults alike. For sure. That nostalgia, baby. That's right. Number three, it continues and even adds to the storyline from the original movie where we get to travel to E.T.'s home planet. And meet all of his friends. Yeah. Like Orbidon. What? And Botanicus. Who? And Tickly Moot Moot. You're really good at all that. Number four, this is a multi-sensory ride. I mean, you get to hear an original ride score. You get to smell that amazing pine tree smell in the queue. And hey, you can always taste some of E.T.'s favorite candy purchased right there at the gift shop. That's right. E.T.'s toy closet. And number five, there may be a personalized element to E.T. Adventure. He might even say your name as you're leaving the attraction. So listen out uh, for that E.T. animated figure there at the end. And remind me, what what does it sound like again? David. (laughs) Did I do good? Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, David. Thank you, Michelle. And thank you, Art. Thank you. I'll be right here. Come back and listen to us at the Discover Universal podcast. Peace out. To learn more about Universal Parks and Resorts, head to our show notes for links to our Discover Universal blog for a more in-depth look around our destination. While you're there, sign up to receive emails that will include articles, videos, and this podcast delivered right to your inbox to prepare for your next vacation. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 